Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm Amy Preston and it is my absolute purpose in life to empower women to truly value themselves and step into their very best self in body, mind and confidence. I hope you enjoy this podcast and if at any point you think, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Amy as my coach, please do just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach and please do help me on my mission to empower as many women as possible. Like, share, rate, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to your latest episode of Live Your Wow. Oh, before I get delving into this episode, please do hit that follow button quickly because that then helps this podcast be seen by so many more incredible people just like yourself. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about exactly what I would do, the 10 things, if I wanted to lose at least a stone by Christmas, we've got just about three months or less now to Christmas, what I would do if I wanted to lose at least a stone by this Christmas, feel more lean, feel more toned, and ultimately feel more confident in my own skin. I wanted to cover this today because I speak to so many people every single week who are feeling really, really frustrated because they have tried so many diets out there and they just haven't ever been able to achieve the lasting results that they truly want. And because of this, they are now lacking belief, they're full of self-doubt, and it is now simply stopping them from stepping into their best selves or even trying anything else again, because they've got all this doubt, all these limiting beliefs, and they're now just settling and saying, oh, well, maybe I'm just meant to be this way. And the funny thing is about this, these people also tell me that they really value their health and fitness. And they've tried so many times to be healthier, to be fitter. But unfortunately, because of the society we live in, the way they have gone about this is wrong. It's been restrictive. It's been these harsh, tough diets that will never lead you to lasting results. So today I am going over my top 10 things that I would do to lose at least a stone by this Christmas, feel lean, feel toned, feel more comfortable and confident in my own skin without any tracking calories, without using MyFitnessPal, without strict restrictive dieting or any of that. Because quite frankly, it's all of those things that are keeping you stuck. So let's get into this. Okay, my top thing, number one, what I would do is ensure that I got at least 12,000 steps a day. Because people sometimes think when they wanna lose weight, they need to go into a gym and spend at least an hour running on the treadmill, going on the cross trainer and doing this really harsh cardio. I used to be there. It's exactly the approach I, back in the day, used to think I needed to take. In fact, walking is probably the best exercise out there for fat loss. Plus, it makes you feel phenomenal mentally, incredible physically. And the more you can shift your focus from saying, 
I'm only exercising to change my body, to lose weight, to actually I'm exercising because it makes me feel fantastic, you will get incredible results when you make that shift. So I would get at least 12,000 steps in every day. Why? Because ultimately that is going to use more energy. I'm going to be using more energy than I am consuming. Am I going to count calories? Am I going to track it? No, I'm going to enjoy the walking. I'm going to be enjoying outdoors. I'm going to be enjoying getting and being able to move my body. And I'm enjoying the feeling that that gives me. That will be my main focus of it. But yes, along the way, it is going to absolutely help me lose the weight, help me feel more confident and comfortable in my own skin alongside the walking with top tip number one of the things that I would do, I would also get three minimum resistance training sessions in a week. So that's lifting weights. I would go to the gym, but you could do this at home. All right. This could also, if you don't have any weights, even be just some body weight exercises. If you are more of a beginner, that is still going to be resistance training. When I resistance train, I will make sure that I work to my right intensity. Because otherwise, I won't be getting the results. I won't be putting my muscles through the stress that they need to then be able to grow and change and adapt. So three to five resistance training sessions every week. Because without doing that, we won't look toned. The more muscle we have, the more calories we're going to burn. Albeit, yes, it is only a slight bit more, but it does all help. And you will never look toned if you're not lifting weights. Okay, number two, what I would do, I would plan and I would prep my meals. So I would probably do this on a Sunday. And I would I would genuinely probably just choose two things to keep it easy. I'd have the same lunch for one week, the same dinner for one week, because that is going to be so quick, so easy to prepare and just batch cook. I would then probably change that up going into the next week to give myself more variety. This is what I would do. Doesn't necessarily mean what you need to do, but I would genuinely recommend planning and prepping your meals as much as you can. And this will honestly take that stress, pressure, and just having something else to add into your week to do each day. When you know, oh, my lunch is made, my dinner's made. It actually makes your days go so much more smoothly. You feel less overwhelmed and you've only had to spend a little bit of time on that Sunday doing that. And it actually then cuts your time during the week. As part of my planning and my prepping, I would also schedule in my workouts into my diary. I would make those as non-negotiable appointments with myself. I do not cancel on myself. Those are the most important point appointments in my diary. They are there, they don't get cancelled. They will happen. Scheduled in, we do them. Okay, top tip number three. The third thing I would do, I would aim to eat 25 grams, up to 40, 45, even 50 grams of protein with three meals a day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Why? Because when I do this, I'm going to feel fuller. I'm not going to feel like snacking in between my meals. It's also going to support my repairing muscles from the workouts that I'm doing. So 25 up to 40, 45 grams of protein three times a day. 
when I do this, I know I won't really feel like snacking and it's going to keep me fuller for longer. Number four, I'm going to use an 80-20 approach to my nutrition. I'm not going to track calories. I'm not going to diet any of that. I have quite a toxic relationship with that from years ago. And it's not something I do. And it's not something that a lot of my clients do either. So 80-20 rule. This means, yeah, roughly 80% of the time, I'm going to really focus on great nutritional whole foods and really what they're going to give my body and fuel my body with. But also thinking, yeah, these taste really great. But 20% of the time, I'm going to allow myself whatever I fancy. If that is a bit of cake, a couple of biscuits, I'm going to do that, but it's not going to be the majority of the time. It's going to be just that little bit of time. And I would do this because if I totally cut those out and said, I've got to be so strict to lose this weight by Christmas. If you tell yourself you can't have something, what happens? You then go overboard and totally have that thing. So when you actually include rather than exclude these things and have a much more inclusive approach to your nutrition, you actually will notice, oh, I've got more freedom around food. I've got a lot more peace around food than I've ever had before. So give yourself permission, if you fancy that cake, to have that little bit of cake. All right, number five. This is so, so important, but I would really listen to my physical hunger cues. Now, something that I use within my coaching program, I really coach my ladies to understand their hunger levels because ultimately so many people go through life without even really identifying, am I actually physically hunger, hungry here? And then emotional hunger, habitual hunger, environmental hunger, all of these things actually start then taking over and we start using food as a coping mechanism. But actually when we recognize our hunger cues, and this means actually not letting yourself get too low and too hungry as well, because when you do that, that pendulum will always swing the other way and you'll end up getting too full very, very quickly when this happens. So identifying, okay, yeah, I'm about a three on the hunger scale right now. And that's where I want to be to then be able to eat. So I would understand my physical body cues to be able to do that. And when I'm at a three, I would ask myself, am I, am I at a three physically in terms of my hunger? Yeah, then I would eat. But then I would also listen to my fullness cues in line with this. So as I'm eating, I would eat much more mindfully. I would slow my eating down. I would appreciate what I am eating. And I would notice, okay, yeah, my hunger levels have now got to about a five or a six. I'm feeling satisfied, but I'm not feeling like I've overindulged. I'm not going into that red zone of fullness where it feels uncomfortable. And then we get those feelings of guilt and shame. So I would very much stick in the middle of my hunger and my fullness was just where we want to be. That's where the magic and the sweet spot is. Okay, number six, I would really work on identifying my emotional hunger cues. And this, I truly believe, is what holds people back so much. The reason why so many people struggle with weight loss is because they don't recognize their emotional hunger and they have a lack of really helpful coping mechanisms to turn to other than alcohol, other than food. So 
I would identify, mm, am I actually physically hungry right now? Am I a skeptic on that? Yeah, number three. Or am I actually feeling quite satisfied? If you're saying, actually, I'm feeling quite satisfied, but I want to go and reach for food. That's something else. That's an emotional hunger that's triggering that. It could even be a habitual hunger habit and just even environmental where we are even the people we're with can lead us to sometimes eat when actually our body doesn't necessarily need food and sometimes we can then even overeat and our body doesn't need that much food so understanding okay am I actually hungry right now and creating this pause this halt and asking am I hungry am I anxious am I lonely or am I tired right now in this moment? What is going on for me? And then that leads me into my point number seven. I would have a toolkit or a picnic basket of helpful coping mechanisms that are much more aligned with my goal of wanting to lose up to a stone by Christmas. And then that means, okay, I've identified right now, to be honest, I'm actually tired. Okay, what can I do in this moment? Do you know what? I could go for a little nap. Or actually, I've identified that maybe I am a bit angry right now. Okay, what do I need then to alleviate that? That food, yeah, may give me for a very short term, but not in the longer term. Okay, I could go for a walk. Having these things, and these will be totally bespoke to you in your coping mechanism toolkit is so, so vital. So you don't then lean into and go overboard in food, alcohol, or whatever it may be as a coping mechanism. Okay, number eight, I would be self-compassionate. And there is two sides to the self-compassion that I would use. I would use a very firm or fierce parenting self-compassion where I want the best, where I'm looking ahead. Yeah, Amy, you said you're going to lose up to a stone by this Christmas and feel really confident and real comfortable in your skin. So what do you actually need to do in this moment where you're wanting to reach for all the chocolate and the crisps? Okay, yeah, actually, I'm not physically, I'm not actually physically hungry right now. This is emotional hunger. I'm just gonna get up, do a workout instead. That's fierce self-compassion. It said, oh yeah, I could snooze my alarm right now. I wanna snooze my alarm right now. That's what I wanna do in this moment, that instant gratification. But it's actually leaning into that longer term gratification that is going to get you to where you wanna be. It's being that fierce inner lioness for yourself. It's pushing through those low motivation days because I know I will get them. You will get them, we all get them. And it's having that discipline coming from this fiercely self-compassionate place because you have this compassion for yourself and you have this value that is health and you want this goal. So you are going to get it. But it can also take a softer approach because you know what? I know I'll slip up along the way, as will you. You are human. You will have a bad day. But it's then about saying, do you know what? I am human. We all make mistakes. Let's draw a line under this. Let's not go and hit that effort button. Let's actually just draw a line under this and move forward. That's that softer self-compassion. We need them both. They need to work in balance with each other. And that is what I would do in terms of self-compassion. Okay, number nine, so important. And I see so many people not doing this and then actually falling into this victim mentality of blame. Oh, it was the people around me. It was because I had to go to dinner with these people or everyone around me was drinking. So I just had to. No, you don't. It's your choice. Nobody is forcing food or alcohol down your throat and pinning you down. I hope they're not anyway, unless you're into that kind of thing, of course, you know. Anyway, communicate it with the people around you. 
So tell them I've got this goal and I would really find it helpful if you supported me in this way. Tell them exactly what that support you want looks like for you. Is it them being, giving you that fierce compassion that I've told you to give yourself? Is it having someone giving you a bit of tough love? Is it, is it having someone saying, okay, yeah, I'll support you in this way and do it with you even? Is it someone saying, okay, yeah, I understand. I won't like put this chocolate bar in your face or force these drinks upon you or kind of say, oh, come on, you're boring. Tell people because otherwise they will continue on as they have been unless you communicate it with them. Communicate your goals, communicate your boundaries with people because otherwise people will step over and push them. And that's where you'll start to kind of say, oh, they made me do it. It wasn't my fault. It is your fault. It is your fault because you haven't communicated your boundaries and your goals to them. Okay, and finally, number 10, so incredibly important, celebrate your small wins along the way because it will be so easy for me if I was doing this and for you when you do this to be get, getting caught up in where you're not yet. Oh, I wanna be there. Oh, I haven't done this. People, humans are so wired to see the negative and get fixated on everything they haven't done, where they are not yet. So keep focused and celebrating on everything you have done, all right? And how far you have come and focus on being grateful for where you are at and everything you've achieved. Celebrate the smallest of the wins in every single day. And what this also does, it actually releases the neurotransmitter dopamine, which is that feel-good hormone. And your brain recognizes, oh, I feel really good for celebrating me. And then it encourages you to keep on going because your brain is recognizing, this feels good. This feels good. I'm showing up for me and it feels fantastic. So celebrating those wins is so, so vital for your brain and for you to stay committed and for you to keep moving forward. So I hope these 10 things will also help you and you are able to put them into practice. And if, of course, you do think, I need more help with this, Amy, on a bit of a deeper level, I need more accountability, I need more support, just reach out to me because I have six spots open to take on new clients this month. So if you are ready to step into your very best self and end 2023 as your very best self physically, mentally, and have that ripple out into every aspect of your life, just drop me a DM and we can chat and see if we feel the way I work is going to be a good fit for you. I'll pop my Instagram in the show notes along with an application link if you want to apply and we can chat more from there. Also, do forward this on to anyone you think may well be interested in it. Don't forget to hit that follow button like, subscribe, and I'll keep these coming just for you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic day.